Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of EXP Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff. So stick around. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about how this whole thing started for me. Well, honestly, when I first started getting into this, I had no intention of ever getting into real estate. When I was in upstate New York, I was a bartender. I was flying part-time with the Air National Guard doing missions to the coldest places on earth, like Antarctica and upwards to the Arctic Circle. And I had another job running a vacation travel company and I was still barely, barely making ends meet there. Imagine living in New York and making less than $45,000 a year with zero time. I was so stressed and was like, enough is enough. I actually happened to be on a cruise that I was able to get through my company and I had another person on there and I will remember this too. Uh, my very last day that we were just coming into port and somebody actually snapped a shot of this and they said and it was a conversation where hey man you could think about getting into real estate it was one of the good friends of mine that uh, I used to fly with in my old unit when I was in the Air Force down here on the panhandle of Florida and strangely enough that kind of got that little light in there and I said you know what I'm gonna go out and do this so I ended up going back to New York getting my license and started up with uh, Keller Williams and very shortly after that I was flying a mission back from Antarctica and we hit some clear air turbulence you ever been on that airplane where you're just cruising and they're like hey it's clear outside but make sure to go ahead and buckle up because you could have turbulence at any time for no reason well that's what happened to me as we were sitting there flying i was sitting up in the front seat without the seatbelt on and there wasn't a cloud in the sky and then that airplane dropped about 500 to a thousand feet all the stuff on the floor was whoop right up here and then it slammed back down slammed my back against uh one of the seats that i was sitting on and well the rest is history i needed a change so what happened as i started to get into that now that job was gone my other buddy that that was down in the panhandle of florida was like hey you can still come down join our team get your florida state license and go from there so it's one of those things where you just have to take a leap of faith like i need something better in my life and that's what you have to go do so i packed everything i could in my car the rest in storage and then just drove from new york to florida stayed in my buddy's um, spare bedroom and worked my face off this is the sort of motivation and drive that you have to do to get out there and get close to that hundred thousand dollar mark you need a good motivation i put myself in a position where i could not fail if i failed tuck tail behind your legs and head on home and i wasn't going to go back to that life no thank you so <laughs> once we did that i came down i got my real estate license and just living off of savings and then just went to work what the thing that you had to have when i got into this is i joined a team 
And that team provided me not just with the brokerage training model, which depending on who you go with, any brokerage out there is going to say they got the best training ever. It's not true. The, the training that you need to get is going to be the individualized training. Our team here at the Whittemore Group, we have our own 90-day boot camp that we put everybody through. Anybody that joins EXP through, through me actually has a amended 90-day boot camp that they get to go through as well. But I realized at the beginning many, many years ago that training was so important that I made that the forefront of any agent getting into this business. Now, when I first got into this, I got the training done, but I went right after it before I could really uh, comprehend everything. If you ever talk to any of my agents on my team, I always say to them, it's more important that you're there, whether it's on the phone, at the door, at an open house, than it is that you know everything. Just by you having a license makes you more credible than the person that may have sold a couple of homes already themselves, mainly because you have that credibility because they have given you a license and you have passed all those things. So I did try a little bit of everything, mainly because I moved down to an area where I barely knew anybody. You know how incredibly difficult that is? This is why. This is a great plan that I will give to any of my agents or any of my mentees when they get into business. And it's trying to figure out what you're going to do. Now, how it looks is it's a 60, 40, I'm sorry, <laughs> a 60, 20, 20. 60% of all your business, especially when you first get in here, is gonna be through your SOI or sphere of influence. That's where you pick up the phone and you call everybody and say, Hey, I'm in real estate. Who do you know that's looking to buy, sell, or invest in, in real estate? How are you doing? And you just keep in touch with them. And it is so good because those people already know, like, and trust you. The other 40%, which is the 20 and 20, those are coming from complete strangers because it takes a whole lot more people that you have to talk to in order to get somebody to an appointment. Now, the other 20% is going to be calling for sale by owners or FISBOs as we call them, expired listings, circle prospecting, pre-foreclosures, all those things that you can get at and try to get listings and uh, to try to get buyers as well. And of course, open houses. <laughs> the other 20% could be online leads. It could be whatever that you, it could be a paid resource. It could be any of the big um, social media like Facebook. It could be Instagram, LinkedIn. All those things are a great way to go do it. So again, that 60, 20, 20 is a great way to start it. However, if you don't know anybody <laughs> or you don't want to call your sphere, you're going to have to figure something else out. And what I'm going to tell you that worked for me is trying a little bit of everything. We're gonna give you the big players. Even in my boot camp, I give you all the big things that you need to know and let you try out a little bit of that and show you what massive action can do. No matter what, you can be successful providing that you take one or two of these things and then just go after that one thing. So that relentless work ethic and having massive action behind it is what's going to get you <laughs> and your momentum going. Me, I tried cold calling. Those FISBOs, those expireds, circle prospecting, uh, pre-foreclosures, I called my face off. And nobody in my old brokerage used to do that, so it was just me on the phone. And sometimes I would practice 
and people would still think I was on the phone all the time, like just to myself, just in orders to get the scripts out, to, to call those people. And it wasn't quite working for me. Maybe I just didn't have the right way. Uh, I know I sounded like an announcer when I started doing it. Uh, so I wanted to find another way. I was more, I was better in person. So the next thing that my team lead told me to do is go out and knock on doors, go out with flyers, invite them to open houses, tell them something is just listed, just sold in the neighborhood. So I went out and sweat in this Florida heat and knocked on doors in order to get listings. And they did work. Uh, after a while, we actually did the math and it was about $30 every door that I hit because eventually somebody said, yeah, of course, you know, and we didn't pay for that lead source. And of course, the thing that gave me 70% of my business in my first year was open houses. Open houses is a great opportunity to get in front of people and you can market the heck out of it. You can send mailers, you can do all sorts of things. All the people that go onto my team that become uh, under my mentor students, I teach you my open house plan that got me close to $100,000 in my first year and was rookie of the year in my previous brokerage. Open houses behind massive action with a good plan is what made that happen. Now, these are all great and this is awesome to, to figure out how to get there, but there's one key thing that you need to understand is it's not gonna happen immediately. Most of the time, it's gonna take you of all this hard work anywhere close to three to six months to close on an actual property, especially if you're going through and studying everything first, which is called analysis paralysis. I mean, you're not doing anything, you're just studying everything. That can really hinder you or it's going to delay uh, you being able to get that first sale. Real estate, real estate sales, and probably most sales is going to be based off of momentum. You're gonna be super excited once you get that first person to say yes, and you go out, we'll say it's a buyer, you show them some homes, you write a contract, and then they get accepted, and woo, you're so excited, you're probably more excited than the buyer himself or herself. And then you just concentrate on that deal and forget about everything around you. Do not be that person, you probably will, but try not to be, because it's all about momentum. After you get something into escrow, which is that time between contract to close, you need to continue to prospect. Again, this is a key point that you need to know. 90% of what you're gonna do is gonna be prospecting. If you continue to prospect, even though you're working on these other deals, that's what life is gonna be for you as a real estate agent. All right, continue to prospect as you're bringing these different contracts to close. And that way you don't have this big old sine wave of closings, no closing, closings, no closings. And you can continue to do this and make a very good living. The other things that was key to my personal success was having a good training program, making sure that we had a good training program. Now, the one at my previous brokerage, it was good. It was pretty, um, it was standard that <laughs> you have in the industry. Uh, but the good news about that is that some of the classes were actually taught by real estate agents that have been doing it uh, for a while. And that, that really helped with some perspective. But a lot of the things that we did here were a little dated. But having a good training program, my team actually had a training book that we, just like it was me in the uh, military days, had a book of week one, week two, week three. And we would just go through that until it was done. 
That being said, you also need a good plan, not just a training plan, but a good plan to do real estate. What is it going to look like? Are you going to be an open house person? Are you going to slam the phones? Are you going to work your SOI? Are you going to be a social media guru? Are you going to do YouTube? <laughs> All those different things. You need to figure those out and have a good plan. If you join a, a team, they'll usually help you build that plan out and personalize it towards you. If you are going to join a brokerage and have a mentor like EXP has, make sure that that person is able to help you visualize that plan, which also helps in the second realm, which is accountability. Now, if you're not on a team, I suggest that you pay for a coach and coaching is phenomenal. I personally have two coaches right now and it just keeps me going as life gets going and gives you that sort of perspective and more than anything keeps you accountable for your own job, for your own actions, for everything. Accountability is huge and it's, I'm so willing to pay for it. <laughs> and the last point that I'm going to make is going to be motivation. You're going to have to figure out why, why you decided to do this job, why you got into real estate, why you wanted to be part of a team, why you wanted to be part of a cloud-based brokerage, what is your why? What is the end game? Why are you here? And what's going to push you when you want to, when you have to do things that you don't want to? A great resource for that is check out Simon Sinek's uh, Golden Circle or his book, Find Your Why. Fantastic read to go in there and try to figure out what it is, why you do the things that you do. When you can figure that out or have at least 70% of that, it will make a world of difference when you hit the ground running in real estate. So I promised you that I would give you some, uh, some more input about keeping that end in mind when we are getting into real estate. What is it that we're driving for? When does the, the uh, hamster wheel stop running? When can we get off of that thing versus just constant contracts to close, constant contracts to close. And it sounds really cool right now if you've never done it until you get to that point point, you're like, oh, this is redundant. This is this. I'd like, I want to get to the next level. Now, most people, when they think about this, are like, hey, I'm going to become a broker and go do that. Being a broker versus being a real estate agent is quite a bit different. And it's, uh, it's a lot of stress in different areas in which you're going to experience in real estate. And if you want to go for it, absolutely go after it. There are some great benefits for that. But that may not be exactly where you're at, where you build a brokerage and then sell it off. You can also nowadays build a team and then build that business out as an entity itself. And then you can pass off that business as well, which again has its own stresses and everything else as you try to put your training program, recruiting and all this other stuff, which is kind of a easier version of being a broker. So there is another way out. So there's two things that I want you to think about. When you get into real estate, the goal at the end of the day is to work your sphere of influence. Your goal should be to build your sphere of influence out to about 300 past clients or 300 people. If you can have worked with that many amount of people that know, like, and trust you, then you don't really have to worry about all this constant prospecting. You're going to be at a point where people are just calling you and giving you business and then your main job for four hours a day, two hours a day, whatever it is, is just to call people you like talking to or going out to lunch with them and just keeping them in mind that, hey, you're in real estate 
And what a great way just to do that when business comes to you and you're not going out towards it. All right. Now, if you don't want to continue just to go out on showings and you're not as excited to go out and list property because it's the hundredth time that you've done it and you want to step to the next way, what I'm going to tell you is go from a transactional agent to a referral agent. And in EXP, a referral agent isn't what you think it is where you can just go out and refer it out for like a percentage of the fee. No, EXP has a referral program, which I'm going to call, or which they call RevShare. And RevShare is great because all you have to do is say how awesome the brokerage is and you can invite other people that are agents to join this program. When they do, they start off at, at currently as of the day of this video at an 80-20 split until they give the company $16,000 worth of commission. After that, they're 100% capped, right? That's pretty cool. Out of that 16,000, other agents that brought them in above are actually paid a certain portion of that. Now, if you build out your, your frontline qualifying agents, which all those agents below you don't have to set, do a ton of real estate. They have to do two transactions a year with a gross commission income of at least 10,000. You're going to start to see this thing grow. And the best part about it is, is you just invite them in once and you sit back and relax. And hopefully somebody else has the same dream that you do and continues to add people down the road. If folks, if you really want to build this out, it doesn't take long before you're making, you know, close to four to $6,000 a month. And that's by adding one person, one person to eXp through your RevShare program by just inviting new agents in that are qualifying a month. That's it. One to two, you want to do two, that's going to exponentially take it out. I was actually at a conference not too long before recording this video where I saw a guy talk and threw up on the screen his RevShare. He's making $302,000 a month. Yeah, I said that right, a month. Now, that's not typical, but this was a guy that had a brokerage and then decided to take that brokerage away and then did the team model and then built his rep share under that. But it is not uncommon and it's very, very, very feasible for you to make something where you're making $6,000 a month passively and then you just do real estate as a hobby. So. Yeah, you want to build out your retirement plan? You really want to build a comfortable life? Let's do real estate first. And then on the side, you can, you can try to prospect and bring some great agents in under you. And oh my goodness, this thing can explode. That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent on the Emerald Coast, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure to check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you're thinking about joining EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give him a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.